Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Astry, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Sunday, October the 2nd, the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of St. Paul's letter, second letter to Timothy, chapter 1, verses 6 through 8, and 13 and 14. Second Timothy, chapter 1, verses 6 through 8, and verses 13 and 14. Our reading this morning, and all of the readings for this morning's Sunday Mass, center on the importance of a living faith. That is, a faith that is not simply in our mind, not simply on our lips, but a living faith, a faith that animates our life. It serves as a perspective and perception. Perspective is to see things with the eye of faith, that is, not simply with sight, but with insight. And the gift of faith helps us to see, to see things beneath the surface and not simply look at surface events, the surface of experiences, or even the surface that people present to us and we present to ourselves. It also gives us a uh, a uh, perception and a perspective. A perspective is the way that by which we act on our perceptions. And so faith, faith is a way of understanding the world, understanding our everyday lives and our experiences. And St. Paul this morning, writing in his letter to Timothy and he is in the process of passing on the ministry that he has received from the Lord Jesus on the road to Damascus many years before to his fellow worker, Timothy, whom he has been mentoring and guiding all through his own ministry of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles throughout all of his travels. For St. Paul is the great apostle and evangelizer to the whole world. And so he's leaving Timothy some instructions, but not only to Timothy, but also to each and every one of us here in the 21st century, as he did in that uh, first and second century to Timothy. And so he says, I remind you, I remind you, Timothy, to stir into flame the gift of God, the gift of God. And that gift is the gift of faith. Not simply a teaching that settles in our mind, not simply a rational or cognitive activity. It's not simply something that we profess with our lips. But it's also something that lives within our very being, the gift that animates our life. And it is a gift from God. And Paul says, God did not give us a spirit of cowardice. That is, we ought not to be ashamed or withdrawn of our faith. 
And that's so important today, isn't it? When there are so many forces at work in our society and culture and in the world at large, to keep our faith private, to keep it a secret. We don't, uh, we don't discuss our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so it's, uh, it's a kept secret rather than bringing that gift of faith and sharing it with others. We don't want to seem to impose ourselves on others. We don't want to impose our values, our beliefs. We have the idea that everyone is entitled to their own beliefs. Uh, that's true to an extent. But also, it should not inhibit us from sharing the truth of Almighty God revealed to us and given to us in the Scriptures through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, through our Christian faith. It is good news, and good news must be lived and told and shared with others. And so we do not have a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power and love and self-control. The power is not the love of power, it is the power of love. Power and love. It is that love made visible in Jesus Christ. Why do we love and sacrifice? Why do we give ourselves? Because we are one with Christ, who took that divine love to the cross for our sins and our guilt, and told us that by the way in which we love one another, we show that we are disciples. We are true believers. Faith must always be active in love, and love and faith are guided by truth, the truth revealed in Jesus Christ. And self-control. We live in a society that encourages uh, the elimination of all inhibitions, all moral rules and regulations, all moral laws, we simply are governed by our own will, our own desires, our own passions. But the Christian lives by the power of love, which calls for a control so that we are able to place ourselves before Almighty God and in the service of others, not simply doing our own thing, but to do the thing that is to love and truth, the love that God has shown us. And so Paul says, so do not be ashamed of your testimony to our Lord. Do not be ashamed of that. You don't have to run around on a street corner. You don't have to be uh, using the gospel to uh, berate and condemn uh, others, to shame them. But it's not to be ashamed of the gospel, but to share it, especially by the way we live, how we live our own personal lives, how we live with our families, how we conduct our daily lives and business, the way in which we present ourselves to the world. Each and every day, we give testimony, and we are not ashamed of it. And Paul says, you are to share the hardships for the gospel. 
with the strength that comes from God. Yes, there are hardships. That's the cost of discipleship. There's no cheap grace. But to live the gospel involves often the hostility and rejection of the world. The world has its own gospel. It's a gospel completely different than the gospel of Christ, the true gospel. It is a gospel of the sharper elbow, climbing to the top, enjoying all the pleasures of the world, the pleasures of the flesh, being guided by our own will and not the will of God, not of self-sacrifice, but of self-affirmation, of self-promotion, rather than dying to ourselves so that we may truly live with Christ. Paul says, take as your norm the sound words and in faith and love the words that are of Christ Jesus. The sound words. We're surrounded by so many words, so many people telling us to do this, do that. That's right, that's wrong. What does the scripture tell us? What does the scripture reveal to us? And what does our faith open to us? That's what guides our life. That's what, that's what opens us to true blessedness and happiness. And so Paul ends by saying, guard this rich trust with the help of the Holy Spirit that dwells within you. Guard this rich trust. It's a trust to have, been, have received the gift of faith. It has been entrusted to you. Think of all those who have spent time sharing the Lord with you, your parents, your teachers, those around you who have witnessed to the faith and have shared that with you and helped you to know God, to know Christ. That's a trust. And it's a trust we want to pass on to others, not in shame, but in gratitude to Almighty God. And we can do all of that because of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. Through our baptism, through our confirmation, the receiving of the Eucharist, the reading of Scripture, we receive that power, that love and self-control that allows us to be faithful witnesses in our everyday lives. So as we continue the gift of this day that the Lord has given us and all the days that the Lord may grant us yet. Let us not be ashamed, but let us with courage, let us with faith, let us with that rich trust in the Holy Spirit to share what God has given us and to enrich the lives of those around us. God bless you.